I just got a hole in this tent. Let's tear some titties. I love boobies. Oh, those ones are long. Ooh, those ones are veiny. Ooh, I hope that's the Barker's sister. I hope they jiggle. I hope they shake. I hope they jiggle and shake. Oh, uh, what are you boys doing back here? You want to see my nard shake? No. Here comes the spooky! He can only nut while wearing a Frankenstein mask. I'm talking about my buddy, Slick and Anasta JF. What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the spooky is back with episode 70. Tonight, we're going to talk Friday the 13th before we get to the fun house. It's not that fun. So sit back, relax, tie that fortune teller to a chair, and make her listen to your second favorite podcast before you give her the old David Carradine special. Oh, jeez. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of Spook, and with me always is my best friend, my partner in crime, here Nigel. comes your intro song, Nigel McWorrow. Nigel, how you doing, buddy? Niggas who don't care Floss like a bunch of young black millionaires uh-huh. Making you run me and my dun Stacking my ones Floss a little invest up in the mutual fund Blowing the horn A sense of every day I was born Never dream I see a nigga landscaping my lawn uh-huh. Dangerous My nigga should be accurate uh-huh. Have Can't to say get those the movie so we macular Hey yo, hey yo yeah. Watching my dough uh-huh. Sipping my mo uh-huh. Sipping it slow Them pretty like bitches saying hello the And they go ahead and display okay. your olive ole uh-huh. Little honey dip whipping a little cariole uh-huh. I don't mean to hold you up But I got something to say right. Swear to only get you Hot shit every day, afraid of us. You know, this ain't a game to us. You strange to us. That's when we get in dangerous. Come on. Yeah, last time I got kicked out of the Target dressing room, they said my unit was dangerous. Hey, it's your boy, <laughs> Nachos McWerewolf, and more importantly, how are you doing this wonderful Tuesday morning? Ah, uh, dude, I'm doing so fucking well, and uh, I'm fucking glad that we are back in studio. We've had a... It's been a minute. Yeah, we had a weird hiatus. Uh, we did... Uh, nature found a way. Halloween kills, then there was like a dinosaur pandemic thing going on. It was kind of weird. Everybody was fucking sick. Whatever happened to monkeypox? We had extra life. Uh, which thank I ca- you. I call it free, man. For those that uh, that donated, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Gucci gang. Yeah, uh, that was we're awesome. Keeping kids from dying by like buying them good shoes and stuff. I think right. Not, no, not no, no. So, Money goes to the hospital to build a shield from the anti-cancer ray to build a shield around Springfield. Ugh. Yeah, dude, Mister Burns, you're a jerk. No, that was uh, from that was the sun. Blocker. I'm talking the shield from the movie. Oh, man. I'll say it. Simpsons movie, a little little too late in the game. Dude, I thought it was great. I'm not mad at it. Uh, my favorite's when fucking Homer's going through the Bible, and he's like, there's no answers in this! <laughs> I mean, I was just happy to see a uh, eight-year-old's yellow dick. <laughs> so that's the energy we're starting. Also, the... Night uh, flip! <laughs> that was pretty good. Do it again. All right, cool. Uh, Let me start for the... Mama, help! Kenny Rogers' self-defense. What's the uh, number for the hospital? (laughs) 
704-666-2814. If you think I'm bleeding out a little bit, <laughs> call that number, 704-666-2814. If you think I might have cut an artery. Oh, God. Let's hope so. All right, so we are back tonight. We are talking The Fun House. Yay! Uh, this is a fucking uh, pretty good movie, and for it, sure. Is it on her? Oh, it, we're gonna get, yeah, oh we're, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm jumping the gun. I'm sorry, my flip mode squad is dangerous. Yeah, it's like 1230 at night. We were a little drunk because we watched the movie right before the episode. Yeah. And we had to take fucking nine shots slash smoke breaks. And also, the neighbor's dog, which is actually three children taped together... <laughs> Uh, they broke over the fence and started trying to beat up the trampoline and Cincinnati Jeff's beautiful hound, and we weren't standing for it. It was weird because they went after the trampoline first, and they were like, we don't fucking like jumping. No, they were trying to get jumped into the yeah. gang. And we Anti-jumpites. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. was a problem. Gravenites. Gravenites. We believe in fucking feet on the ground only. Men should not fly. I'm a big Edisonite. I rape airplanes. Oh my god, dude! So I started consensually. Watch- yeah, no, you know I started watching this show on fucking Netflix. It's called like it was bad. It was real dumb. So it's by Robert Zemeckis. It, it was called like it's called Yo, dude. This shit's bad. Yes, and dumb. It, does, it have a, <laughs> does it have a name or is it just? I'll Google it. But dude, this show fucking sucks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me this is a Bob Zemeckis show? I know, right? Bob Zemeckis. The Bobby We're talking fucking Frighteners, Back to the Future, fucking Bobby Zemeckis. Oh, uh, let's not forget Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Lots of that. So, so Bob, Bobby Zemeckis. See, this is a. Uh, here, uh, prattle on for a moment while I figure out the name of the show. Okay, so Bob Zemeckis, if you don't know, is a fucking fantastic filmmaker from uh, the United States of America, born in Chicago, Illinois. And this man has done so many movies that you fucking don't even know you've seen. A used Cars, Romancing in the Stone. I love Romancing in the Stone, by the way. That's fucking awesome. I just call it Get My Rocks All the off. Back to the Futures, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Death Becomes Her. Oh my God, dude, that movie's so good. Forrest Gump, Bordello of Blood. He did Contact, What Lies Beneath, Castaway, Polar Express. It's his newest thing. It was on Netflix. Pinocchio? Uh, no. Um, the remake of The Witches? No, prior to that. Uh, Allied? Keep going. The Walk? Nope. Flight. Before that. Christmas Carol. Nope. Beowulf. No. Fuck. Okay. The Polar Express. No, fuck that, dude. Are you sure he did these? Yeah. Uh, Hey, tell us about what you did today. This is like a TV show? Yeah. Uh, So he's executive produced, uh, tuned out, What If, Project Blue Book, and Manifest. Manifest. Okay, so he just produces it. Executive produced, so basically he maybe had an idea for a name of a character, and then he fucking gets a credit. So like manifest because this is created by Jeff Rake. (sighs) He knows what he did. That son of a bitch. No, so um, this is a supernatural drama. Yeah. So it's it centers on the passengers and crew of a commercial airliner who suddenly reappear after being presumed dead for five and a half. Oh, so it's the Langoliers. Yes, meets heroes and lost, but it's not good. And the chick. That is on this show. It's just been renewed for fourth season. Fourth and final season. Yeah, let's keep it that way. I don't know, man. So this show was not good. Uh, well, Mad- how far did you get into it? Madam Pumpkin asked, and I got like a couple episodes into it. She's like, I need them to spill the tea on who's cheating on who. Because if you show up five years later, and 
and I'm just like, who's she eating who? I'm like, why? She's like, because I'll let you watch another Halloween movie later. And I'm like, deal. And this which, movie. Which one did you pick? Uh, Halloween. Rob Zombie, Halloween, all of them. Ugh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we didn't get past five yet. Anyway, moving on. So, dude, this, this like, the lead actress has a shovel head, and, like, she has the worst <laughs> underbite. What? I don't know. What is a shovel head? Uh, I will pull up a picture. Like, so it's like a head, like, shaped like a spade? Head like a shovel! Or, like, is it, like, clearly, like, like a, she, her face is shaped like a digging tool? Yes. I... We're being bad to our fans right now. Uh, we're doing all visual gags here. I mean, they can look it up. We say visual gags because you're about to show it, so you're not making it any better. I'll post it to the IG. Okay. Um. So it's a bad show. So real bad. Okay. I mean, like lightning in a bottle doesn't happen twice. Lost was kind of its own thing, and then it it got lost in itself. This bitch. This bitch. And so, like, she has psychic powers. They all... And the voices said, don't watch this show. Yeah, so she has, like, interior (laughs) monologue with, like, her brother and all this shit. It's... And they're like, free the dog, free the dog. There's a child molest. It's so I'll just watch the Langoliers, dude. Dude, and don't even watch that. I like the Langoliers. I like Stephen King. I like the made-for-TV specials. I miss made-for-TV specials. You know Uh, what? Let's bring Aaron Southworth of the Horrible Horror Fame and I were talking about it. When's the last time we saw, like, a good TV special? I had mentioned that they did do... Peacock did do um, the thing. I'm sorry, not the thing. The stand, which was like a TV special, and obviously it's also streaming on Peacock. Before that, I would say another Stephen King was Under the Dome. That was pretty good, but that only lasted I heard it two wasn't. seasons. So uh, it was, that's well, not because like, they 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 bottled the egg really well in the first season, and they were like, people like this, so they like extended it out. That wasn't great, but I mean, uh, when. TV as far as TV specials go, and I'm just gonna obviously keep repeating myself. Stephen King ones are fantastic. Can uh, be Storm of the Century was really good. Langoliers, the Tommyknockers. Uh, it was a TV special. It wasn't a movie. It was a TV special. Uh, the original The Stand, uh, stuff like that. Uh, they had they had a, a remake of The Shining that was much closer to the book that uh, had the dude from Wings and uh, Super Fudge, uh, which was really good. You know, was it really good? What the Super Fudge or the the the, the no, shiny one? The shiny one. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's very close to the book. Don't get me wrong. Stanley Kubrick's is fucking scary, but it is completely different from the book. It it overall captures the theme, but like, there's no weird fucking animal uh, fucking furry blowjobs and shit. And hey, man, that's the shining star of that. The film. whole thing about him like existing in the hotel all right so and i'm sorry we probably said this on prior episodes so was it uh jackson sanity or was it the evil of the hotel or both uh so which one are you talking the movie the book or the tv special the movie the good one the stanley kubrick movie yes uh then i would say that that one that's the hotel i mean i think jack was unhitched from the get-go and then it just exacerbated it that's kind of the thing like the the book had a really good one is he's a he's a former alcoholic which the movie sort of touches on but like it doesn't the focus we on it too well recovering and what he does in the book is like he chews fucking aspirin which i don't know if you've ever chewed aspirin oh acetosalicylic acid it's fucking horrible tasting uh and he does that to like curb the cravings of wanting to drink because it tastes so bad and the TV special does a good job of highlighting that, but the the movie is just like, oh, Jack, you just you're a monster when you drink. Okay, so you're just every '80s fucking dad ever. 
Don't be wrong. Jack Nicholson's a fucking horrible dad. God, it's almost like Stephen King is writing from experience. <laughs> Do you notice the reoccurring theme of Stephen King films? An author, an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. Uh, nobody was a. None of those are true in uh, the mist. Yeah. Okay. Which has one of the funniest endings of any movie. Oh ever. my god, dude, that's so good! If you've never seen it, then don't go watch to what it. we're saying. Go watch it. I mean, we're not gonna spoil it for you, but let's just say when the movie came out, Stephen King saw it and he goes, "Fuck, that ending was so much better than my ending." I wish I would have fucking thought of it. And it is a brutal ending. It's honestly the reason we talk about it all the time, because I wouldn't say the movie's that great. I do love the story. Oh, it's fun. But that, it is a good movie. It's fun, Star but it's Killer, not that good. You get Star Killer. You get, like, the majority of the cast of the first couple seasons of Walking Dead. You mm-hmm. get the Shermanator. You do. You get little little Tommy Jane Jane. But it's that ending that fucking really fucking puts the movie into the fucking end zone. And goddamn. It's fun. Is that one of the fucking most... Hard to watch endings of a fucking movie ever. And it's like, you will never not talk about it. Once you see it, you're like, holy shit. That's fucking incredible. It's super sad. And let's just say it like, pays to be an optimist. Oh, it cuts you deep. Uh, check it out. If you've never seen it, or if you're a fan of the book, and you're like, I don't, I don't like movies that fucking get turned into books that get turned into movies kind of thing. Watch this. It is good. And that ending, my God. All right, but that's not yeah, what we're here to fucking talk about. Topic. Yeah, we're we are fucking here to talk about some movies, the fun house. But before we get to it, we got to talk about a little news. News and stuff. That case sounds familiar. Alrighty then. New to, streaming. New to streaming, you can now watch Barbarian oh, on buddy. HBO Max and Smile on Paramount Plus. These are two new horror movies that came out earlier this year, about two months ago. Man, I am going to spoil Barbarian so hard right now. <laughs> so like, oh my god, no, don't do it! No, I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm totally gonna do it right now. So, uh, Scarsgard's in it. Listen to Orange Joe. Goddamn right. And so, which one? Yeah, it, that one. You know the one, the one from the thing. The dad. No. The brother. Yeah. The other brother? The other brother from another mother. Listen to Orange Joe. It's really weird because the the brother, the older brother, is Randall Flagg in the Stand TV show. And guess he has little And brother. his little brother is Pennywise. Right. Um, from the punk band? And the dad is in Andor and Mamma Mia. Oh. I'm a big ABBA fan. Um, That's cool, Dancing Queen. Anyway, uh, no, so Barbarian. I'm and not more say songs shit. other than Dancing Queen. Well, you always be my dancing queen. Uh, but anyway, dead serious. If you can, if it's possible, go into Barbarian. Just fucking don't look anything up. Just watch it. You'll have a good time. And if you don't, call our hotline hotline number. What are you, what are you looking up? Hotline. It's called 704-666-2814. That number, one more time. 704-666-2814. If you found out what the movie's about and would like to talk about it, because I know we have a couple listeners out there. Yeah, some people liked it. Some people don't. We lost all the followers. Happy days, they seem so hard to find. My 
tried to reach for you, but you have closed your mind. Whatever happened to our love? I wish I understood. It used to be so nice. It used to be so good. Ooh. Song slaps, dude. I'm not nothing pretty good. God, fucking um, Swedish supergroup, dude. Uh, first time listener is just gonna be so fucking confused right now. Like, what am I getting into? Probably a little Fernando. <gasps> I love this song, dude. It's so good, man. You guys, always make fun of me about it, but I fucking love ABBA. More flute. Bring on the Jethro Tull. So excited I'm spinning everywhere. God, you could have like started at the I remember long ago another starry night like this. In the firelight. Dude, the best part about ABBA is the fucking crescendos! Because they always start really slow. So when do we start slaps. making when do we stop making the episodes for the fans and start making them for us? Never. <laughs> The fans love Abba. You know you like it. Not bad at it. He said with a knife in his mouth. And full of calm. Here it comes. And I'm not ashamed to say the wrong stealing this. I'm thirsty. Almost made me cry. Stars were bright for Nando. They were shining there for you and me, for liberty, for Nando. Though we never thought that we could lose, there's no regret. All the bottle full of juice. Pan flute. <laughs> God damn, I love Abba. All right, do Fuck. I have do I have to be the guy to say it? Can we bring it back? Yeah, Can no more. I'm, 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 I promise you, I won't play any Fernando for the next thirty minutes. All right, more Abba. I yeah, might yeah. play some Mamma Mia. Who knows? All right, all right. So next up, Hollywood's leading horror movie producers Jason Bloom from Bloom House and James Wan uh, Blum Blumhouse Bloom Blum, Blum whatever. Blum. Uh, are in advance talks to merge their companies, a move that would create a sprawling horror film super factory and greatly bolster their studio partner. Universal Why the Pictures. fuck not? If Marvel can do it. I think that's a fucking great idea. He's been... We can finally have a dead silence Annabelle team up? I follow him on Elon Musk's Twitter. 
Ew. Did you hear the whole thing with Stephen King? <laughs> oh, no. Dude. dude, Stephen King, bringing it back. All right. He's like just annihilating Elon Musk because yeah, yeah. I love Stephen King. And he's just like. Jim Cornette's doing a good job. So is um, uh, Jeffy Combs. As he should. Pretty much anyone in the horror community is very much against. Uh, love, love him or hate him. He's, they're very much against Elon uh, and his practices of basically silencing people on Twitter in his till they pay. On, well, no, they, they he, no, 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 no. They're, he's like shutting accounts down that are very critical of him. If they're big enough, they will they uh, and and critical of him, and it catches attention. Mm. They get shut down. Uh, like in, in his uh, continuous search for free speech, he's shutting people down. Sounds like an expert. But anyway, no, no, no. I don't know what happened to Stephen King, so I'm interested in this. Please. Uh, well, anyway, he. He roasted him because it's Stephen King. I don't know all the deeds, but he's just like, I have to pay twenty dollars to fucking be heard. It's like, bitch, you got to pay twenty bucks for your blue check mark, which they then lowered to eight. Uh, that is Stephen motherfucking King. Might be one of the best authors of all time. You hear that, Shakespeare? We're coming for you. Uh, (laughs) but like, and dude, Stephen King, he's got a mouth on him. He's got opinions, and he just like double barreled. And uh, Elon Musk, what is up with these eccentric billionaire? Like, they're the worst kind of nerds. So, like, what is the next Playboy billionaire going to be? So, here's the thing is, like, the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they don't realize, or maybe they do, that they're essentially turning themselves into Bond villains, which is humorous. You know what? Uh, we live in this day and age. Amazon but- himself, like, just donated a shit ton of money to a bunch of charities and i saw a meme it's like what did somebody get visited by three ghosts last night <laughs> and you know what uh, hey jeff bezos maybe like bring fucking in health insurance to your workers i think they're like laying up like ten thousand people maybe donate to that yeah oh here fucking here's another thing what the fuck anytime you go to like taco bell or a fast food restaurant they're like do you want to round up so you can help a, a a charity of like single mothers. It's like, no fucker. Here's an idea. You're in a billion dollar corporation. How about you kick that shit in there? Cause I'm buying fast food. Obviously I can't buy better food and I'm fucking poor. So, so the best I have of that was recently went to pick up some happy meals for the kids, for the little Jeffs. Right. And, and you, I pull up to pay and the girl at the window at McDonald's was like, do you want to round up for charity? I, I said, go, no, I'm going to turn it down for what? Burr, 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 I go, burr. what charity? She goes, I, I don't know. Whichever one they give to. <laughs> what does that mean? I was like, okay, but which charity is it? She's like, I don't know. The the clown one, the Ronald McDonald one, I think. I have no idea. Do you oh. just want to round up? And I was like, no, I don't. Like, not that I don't want to give to Ronald McDonald House. It's just. Are you clown? Well, she just goes, you just want to round up for charity. What charity? I don't know. Okay, well, then. No, I don't. Like you haven't educated yourself enough to even give me the sales. No, pitch. I appreciate the lack of the hustle because she's like, I don't fucking care, dude. Right? And don't get me wrong. This is a guy who's fucking raising money uh, all year long for extra life. But like, still, I'm giving you the reasons for why you should do it. If you don't want to do it, nobody's gonna fucking judge you. Instead of just going, hey, give me money for charity. And then charity's the girl behind the dumpster <laughs> sucking the fucking manager's dick. The fucking Miami strippers that they got for the funhouse. <laughs> Not in the trivia, but true fact. The uh, exactly. the girls, 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 the wiggle jiggle girls. Mm-hmm. They're just local strippers. And they told one of them died, so it was girls, girls, corpse. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, last, certainly not least, in our news, Peacock has ordered a Friday the 13th prequel TV show titled Crystal Lake. The exact plot details Actually, are being... Actually, it's about a corporation that bottles water out of the... Um... No? It is? Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Exact plot details are being kept under wraps, although it is described as an expanded prequel. The show will be written by Brian Fuller, who is also the showrunner and an executive producer. Victor Miller, who penned the original film in the franchise, well, who's will Brian also... Brian Fuller? What has he done? Also Hannibal. executive produce. Yes, he did do Hannibal. Uh, along with Mark uh, Toberoff, Brian Beresman, uh, and A24. Mm. A24 will serve as the studio behind the series. Sean Cunningham and Murder Incorporated are also reportedly involved, so the series can have both young and old JV. All right, real and this talk? has been confirmed by our main man, Larry Zerner. Hey, did you watch anything cool like back in October, like maybe on October 8th? Maybe it was black and white. It had something to do with werewolves. Hold on. I want to talk about this first, dummy. Oh, okay. Not done yet. So are you excited about this series? In theory, Because we yes. did have a Friday the 13th TV show already. No, we didn't. Yeah, it happened. But... I mean, we did. It's literally called Friday the 13th, the TV series. Mm, no. And it did feature Jason's mask. Oh, in the background for a for fart a can- episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, and Steve, our hero from Goes to Hell is in it. Your hero, president of the. Do you know what else ADD? he was in? My mom. That was a very expensive question. <laughs> uh, time will tell him Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> I love it. They're like, you know what we should do? Meld these two universes with this fucking guy. I'm no. grabbing beers. You want one? Oh, such a bad show. So, uh, yeah, hold on one second. Okay. So, I am fucking super. I'm super stoked about this because the when I hear expanded prequel, what I'm what I'm hearing is a Betsy Palmer centric show, which will I, what I'm expecting since Murder Incorporated is also involved is that they will also showcase not I wouldn't necessarily say like uh, specific events with Adult Jason, but probably show him killing people as well i want in certain scenarios mad baghead prequel shit i mean what would would baghead be a so you're saying a prequel so you want a prequel to the original and then also a prequel do it at the same time set between one and two yeah and honestly we could finally do this fill in the gaps in between two and three Wow, we have Hillbilly Ginger Jason, and I've been saying this for years. Him and where oh, what's, what's his fucking name? Um, Richard Booker? No, 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 no. Uh, Ted White. Paul. Because it's like, where's oh, not, Paul? Oh, yeah. In part Paul, two. Paul, what happened to Paul? Where's Muffin? There's somebody in this fucking room. All right, so I think after uh, Jenny passed out or whatever, fucking Paul encountered Jason again, and they fought on the dock, and he fucking, like, lobbed a lantern at his head, and it burned off all his luscious ginger locks and scarified his face a little bit. Yeah, because he is very much fucking bald in part three. Oh, yeah, it's Nobby. It's like, uh... He's a mongoloid. Oh, you can't say that. Say... Uh, mongoloid. I think I can say mongoloid. Well, hey, if any of our listeners out there... <laughs> I can't say midget or retarded. I can say Let mongoloid. alone a retarded midget. <laughs> Very offensive. Canceled. You, yeah, damn, I'm still fucking broke fighting him. this bronchitis. Bronchitis. Fuck you guys. I'll call Canceled. if I want. 
Anyway, I'm super excited for this. When I hear expanded prequel, I'm hearing both prequel. In my mind, it's both prequel and sort of like, not I wouldn't say sequel, but it's also showcasing adult Jason. There would be no reason for Sean Cunningham and Murder Incorporated to be involved if it wasn't going to have that. Because if it's just so a prequel... They can do TV show, but they can't do movie because that's when it gets complicated and goes into like... That's not true. line cinema. That's not true. Distribution or... Dis they can do... This, the way it works is that they can do, like, if Victor Miller wanted to make his own shit, he can do everything that doesn't involve the hockey mask and adult Jason, because all the other stuff he wrote. We should probably Josh Voorhees. Get to, uh, just However, call him, call him the Crystal Lake murderer. So, if, he were, if it was only him to be involved, right, if he was just the one that was cashing the checks, I would expect it to be nothing but a Pam show, which, again, fine with. But Wait, so you're telling me they finally... Yeah, came to an all. They're all together on this. Okay, cool. Larry Zerner confirmed this. So well, why is this when you when, you, when I hear this when when Murder Inc. and Sean Cunningham are also involved in executive producing this, that tells me that there's also going to be adult Jason stuff because that's what he has the rights to. He's got the mask. He's got adult big fucking Jason and anything that happens in the in two is two part two on. So I'm expecting some adult Jason shit. I want to see. I don't know how much. I want to see early Jason shit, and I'm not saying an origin, because don't. Just don't. No origin. You might get uh, Elias Voorhees. Finally. Properly. I'm not, I'm not saying that I necessarily want a dad to be heavily involved, because no, I think if you do, it cheapens Pam as a character. Yeah. Because she's a fucking badass mom, dude. A single mom. She fucking kills for her son, dude. Like, She's dope. Oh, my God. Like, I don't want Elias to get too heavily ingrained into it. It would have been fine in part four when they were just, like, bringing him in and out. Or, no, no, no. It was six. Six, part six, when they were just kind of sort of bringing him in and out in the background at the beginning and at the end. You know what I would love to see? Uh, Elias as, like, just this terrible, abusive, dog shit human, and then Pam fucking kills him. Like, liberator kind of thing. See, I don't they want to go that way because... Comics. They did. They did. And and the reason I don't is because I just think that's a that's too cookie cutty for a story like this, right? Like backwoods boy, single mom, super abusive dad. I think it would be better if he was like some rich preppy boy who got like knocked up the local. You know, so Betsy Palmer actually had like a She set up a whole backstory. With the class ring that she's wearing yeah. in the original. Uh I'm cool with going with that. Man, you know what? Uh, the family his family was ashamed that she had they, they had fucking consorted and he got she got knocked up by him and like that would make i would like that a lot more than him just Ooh, being some they fucking paid to make the problem go away kind of thing yeah then so, like him just being some fucking crazy fucking town drunkard who knocked her up and beat her and, and crazy ralph was like yeah jacking off of the corner that's that's fucking been done, dude all wound give me something different give me yeah. give me a give me a shame story so what do you think like the crazy came from Pam side or oh absolutely yeah. okay all right so like Betsy's dealing with fucking demons that again this is like the because when she's starting the killing it's in the fifties and she can't understand why but she's driven to it obviously I mean she, we know why she's doing it or the the catalyst right but like maybe she's battling demons the whole time maybe she always wants to fucking kill people and like she's just super nuts and it just runs in the family kind of thing you know what I would really like to see that Camp Crystal Lake is just toxic and evil as it is. Due to like some 
fucking terrible ancient shit that happened Indian there. Indian burial ground went up. Yeah, over, exactly. Guys. And on top of that, you know, uh, Betsy Palms is a little unhinged, and it just exacerbates it. I don't like The Shining. So you're saying, like, give it a s- supernatural, spiritual thing, which is also maybe why Jason survives mm-hmm. constantly? Respawn, lol. Well, I don't know. But maybe we don't need because to get back into the Jason origin Six so on, we know he's a zombie. Ah, nope, undead. Sure. You're, yes. you're, 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 Zombies eat brains. Uh, that's not true. No, not with your voodoo bullshit, because that means he's being hypnotized. Return living dead zombies eat brains. <sighs> Romero zombies don't eat brains. That's not what I'm talking about. He came back from the dead. I'm just saying, you said he's zombies eat brains. As a sort of sort of blanket statement, not all zombies eat brains, and not all not Romero all blink, zombies don't eat brains. Not all blinks are blorks, and not all bleeps are blumps. You know, but I'm going to give you a blip and blump if you bleep over there. I'll tell you that much. Oh, god damn! Now let's talk about this show because we we touched on the Andor a little bit, but there's also some other Disney stuff going on. I don't know if anybody watched it in October. A little werewolf by night. What's going on with that? Uh, so we got my bitch, Elsa Bloodstone, who's super dope, and she's the daughter of, well, like, Elias Bloodstone or yes, whatever. Yes, that is correct. And he's some wanker character from the 70s or whatever. But I love how they do this, so it's, oh my god, this is the best shit, and I, I f- fucking, I'm more focused on a specific character that occurs, Ted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just Ted. Well, it's fun because they use uh, the, the result. They like in the seventies, they did a lot of like Son of Satan and oh, like, uh, Damien Hellstrom. Yes, like they did, they did a ton of stuff that wasn't like necessarily connected to the Marvel universe. And Dracula, which like was its own thing, and then they like shoehorned it in in the late seventies and early eighties, and like occasionally they would show up again, like Dracula and Damien is now a character in 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 uh, Ghost Riders, heavily featured things yeah. like that, and they do a good job. He's like the son of Mephisto, but. In the 70s, all that shit was separate. And they just basically, because they weren't doing easy comic stuff because they couldn't. Right. They were doing like their own horror comics, which were fantastic. The Tomb of Dracula, yes. Werewolf by Night, who actually started off as a Moon Knight. Oh, no. All no, the way, around, the way around. All the way around. All the way around. Yeah, Moon Knight was dope, though. Moon Can't Moon wait for dope. season two. But so we've got uh, the Werewolf by Night show. Yeah. What's his name, bud? Doing what, Man Thing? No, no. What is Werewolf by Night's real name? Uh, okay, so go ahead. Nachos. Yeah, Jack Russell. That's right. That's dead right. serious. That's and right. the creator's like, I didn't fucking realize that was his name. And I, I don't know. Honestly, you check it out. Werewolf by Night. It's on Disney, and it's fucking. Yeah, it's fun. because Man Wolf is John Jameson Jr. Yes, uh, and so um. So it's done black and white like an old Universal monster flake. And it's really good. It's like a love letter to old Universal movies. And then so it breaks down to like, so there is the Bloodstone. And then Radu shows up. He's like, you guys have the Bloodstone. The Bloodstone. Subspecies. Please give me the Bloodstone. They're like, Radu, get the fuck out of here. Wrong franchise, ass face. Take your ass back to full moon, you fucking puppet master (laughs) ass motherfucker. Charles Band dick stamping. <laughs> anyway, so it's like, hi, welcome to the haunted mansion kind of shit. And here's the bloodstone. You must survive a night in the garden of evil and blah, 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 blah. And watch out, there's creatures there and shit. So Jack Russell has like some weird Transylvanian like tramp stamp or whatever or goth paint on his face and shit. 
and it's cool. So he runs out into that. Long story short, he it's runs. It's to help keep him from transforming. So he runs out into the fucking Garden of Eden, and he runs into Ted. Ted what? Ted Solace. Nobody heard that. Ted Man-Thing. Yeah. Man-Thing. Uh, I'm going to show you my Man-Thing later. I'm going to show you my giant size Man-Thing. <laughs> no, but like dead serious, Man-Thing has always been like one of my favorite Marvel characters because he predates Swamp Thing. And I remember when you got the Man-Thing man Build-A-Figure. Yeah. And you took it everywhere. <sighs> we went to fucking Horror Hound and he came with us. And we I, had a lot of fun with him. Uh, yeah, we have fun with Man-Thing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to him in and he he went to California with me. Yes, he did. Yeah, you took some fucking action shots of him and get a couple of parks out Cause there. Because I got a poncho and like a sombrero for him. That's right. Yeah, he sent me I was like, hey, send me pictures of your trip. And it's just pictures of Man-Thing. <laughs> I mean, he likes to travel. He likes to have fun. <laughs> and, uh, dude, Swamp Thing's cool and everything. I give it to Man-Thing because they're doing the exact same shit. Yeah, it, the thing about Swamp Thing is it's more Man Thing is more rooted in horror and and violent, as where Swamp Thing is more rooted in Mother Earth mysticism, hippie, yeah, mysticism. And I don't mean the hippie like in a bad way, but it's like it's very much like Gaia. We want to protect Earth, and it's like he's a spirit taps of, into the green. Honestly, yeah. they're the same fucking. They pretty character. much are, but like Man so, Thing is very violent. It's oh, very bloody. Dude, when he grabs that dude's head and just fucking because his shit is like he secretes poison. And if you're a scared of him, it will fucking like, how's that work? Here's the thing. This isn't the man thing show. He's honestly only in it's, it's, it's like a he TV special. It. It's maybe 45 minutes long. It's not a whole sh- series. It's just one big, long episode. He's like goth group. Uh, but, and he's only in it for just like a couple of minutes, but he steals the fucking show. That's what I like. It's very much Elsa and fucking Jack Russell who are the focus of the show. But man thing is just the best or Ted as he likes to be called. Because that's the best. It's also like, because uh, he's like, oh, my buddy's outside, but don't piss him off. Also, maybe. Yeah, talk to him like name. a human. I know, like, he's a hulking. <laughs> he's scary looking. He's man, like a big thing. Ted. Like, What's like a, up? Yeah. What do I call him? Uh, Ted. Not man thing. She's <laughs> like, he shows up and he's fucking killing people. She's like, he just grabs, grips hey, up that dude's head and fucking melts it into, uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, Ted. He's How like, are you? <laughs> and they're cool from that point. I, I dig man thing. It was a fucking really good show for sure. It's on Disney Plus. I highly recommend it. And actually very shocked that Disney did this because it's very violent. Uncharacteristic. And Disney. it was sort of a sleeper thing because they kind of just snuck it out there. When they were like announced it like, hey, this is coming, it was yeah, it was on the, you know, expanded universe radar, and then they just sort of like didn't talk about it until like a week before they dropped it. And they're like, Man thing fucking uh World by Night show's coming out. If you want to check it out, then it was like, okay, when? It's like Two days from now. And it's like, oh, shit, that's dope. I would love if these characters carried over properly into the MCU kind of shit. I would like to see that, but maybe maybe in their own set of movies where they reference things going on, kind of how, like, Netflix did with their, like, there was the fucking event uh, in New York, but they do their own thing. But, like, I was they, they name characters, and other characters come in, but they... They keep themselves very self-contained, and then like Daredevil can come in or no, nah, fuck or that. I'm shit. talking about like or, the like, Thunderbolts because it's Luke Cage and like when we get a Thunderbolt show, there. yeah. But and Harrison Ford is Red Hulk, yeah. What the fuck is that? And the leader's coming back, and it's the it's the little dude from the Ed Norton movie. Oh, that's cool. It's not Patton Oswalt. It's not. No, man. I I really believe Modok is also showing up, and I don't know if he's going to be it or not, but. 
it better be Patton missed Oswald. opportunity. It if not, better be Patton Oswald. From the entire show. body is shaped like fucking Modoc's head. For real though, I cannot look at fucking Modoc action figures without thinking Patton Oswald. That show was so good. Fantastic. How are they going to rob us the second season? It was weird that it was on Hulu and not Disney. So I think it's still there. It is. And also, what was the other show they did? It was uh, Hit Monkey. Oh, yeah. The Hit Monkey. Nobody one. watched I didn't that. watch it. I'm I didn't the only it. person on the planet. Forgot they did that. And like Jason Sudeikis is his Obi-Wan Kenobi is a I ghost. That show that fucking that made out. me cry. I keep forgetting that that is out. I and now we're into the episode. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, it. <laughs> let's patronize the Patreon members. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? All just, right. Uh, refer to them as Marvel villains. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I will go first. Uh, let's see. Yukon Tom. Pace Pop Pete. Pace Pop Pete. It's the Trapster. I bit my tongue. Eldridge Pixie, because you're so little, I'm gonna call you Big Wheel. I was going to call her Screaming Mimi. Who's Matt Huey? Matt Huey. Uh, shit, dude. Marvel villain. Uh, shit. I don't want to say Arcade. Because I really like Arcade. Matt Huey is... Take your time. Gremlin. The Hulk villain. Nice. There you go. That's fucking one I haven't heard of in a while. How about fucking uh, Atomic Scarecrow? Atomic Scarecrow is the Daredevil villain Scarecrow that nobody remembers. Actually, I was a fucking uh, Jack-O-Lantern, the crazy fucking weird one. <sighs> no. Uh, simple, gentle touch at Ben Welly. I've got it. Porcupine. Evil frog, man. Leapfrog? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say porcupine. Noslin 80. Noslin 80 is a pretty good guy. I, I I can only assume we've never actually met him. I feel Lady like Lady Beetle. No, he's uh he's no. hammer he's hammerhead. John Mitchell's Lady Beetle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tedis Duras. I'm sure he's a sweet guy too. You know what? I think he is t- t- boobs. Okay. No slapstick. Uh, I'm gonna go Paul Harmon. No, mad Madcap. He's Madcap. I'm gonna go Paul Harmon. He is the orb. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. He finally got an action figure. Uh, dude, I am excited for that. I am fucking super excited for that, dude. I love the orb. Fucking unsung fucking daredevil villain, dude. He's so dumb. He's just. Do we I, got any more or did uh, Aaron's card quit? Uh, no, we got Shane yet? Riley. <gasps> Shane. Okay. Um, is he strife with, with the one with the nipples? No, no. He's in his armor. He's banjo. Oh, he doesn't like it when you pick on him, dude. <laughs> Two of my favorite spectacular Spider-Man fucking covers. His name is Banjo, and he doesn't like it when you pick on him. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, and then Aaron motherfucking Southworth of the Horrible Horror Podcast. He's uh, the Grizzly. No, he's the Winday Gay. <laughs> Win Gago. He's Lady Red Hulk. <laughs> uh, hold on. We can do better. We can do better. He's Dr. Fucktopus. Uh, ooh, menace, the lady goblin. <laughs> okay, that's still pretty cool though. He shriek. Oh, okay. He's doppelganger. <laughs> He's Mojo too. <laughs> oh, dude, I loved Mojo too, man. Nobody remembers Mojo too. Fucking this guy does. This guy does. All right. Well, let's go to the phones. Hold on, I got a button for it. 
Just kidding. We don't have any phone Sorry, calls. Sorry, got you nerds. Because you motherfuckers don't call and leave us fucking voicemails. But you should call us at 704-666-2814. That number again? One more time. 704-666-2814. I know it doesn't sound like it. It is a toll-free number. It doesn't cost you a fucking thing. Call us. Leave us a fucking voicemail. We have so many missed calls. Like It tells us. So uh, it gives us our, it's got caller ID, so it tells us when you call and then you don't leave anything. I don't know why. Yeah, but you we'll should. start calling you fucking, back. Yes, and we can. So you should just fucking leave us a message. Ooh, Mojo 2, a clone of Mojo with a spine. Mojo 2 sought to overthrow Mojo. Though. It looks like Cameron Hodge when he fucking went all Android. It's kind of neat. And a little bit of Garrison Kane, uh, though, shared the affinity for slaves and gladiators. So he's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't last long because Mojo was still around. Good. Piss uh, on his teeth. So when, where was the first time you saw this movie? Nachos, the Funhouse. It was um, Sci-Fi Channel. I caught it in the afternoon a uh, hundred years ago when I would watch Mystery Science Theater heat up SkettiOs and throw fucking Cheez-Its on them. Guess what I still do? And uh, I was like, yo, this movie ain't bad. Because I shut down, I shut off all the. Uh, you heat them up on a hot plate. It's usually where I keep my duck. Yeah, what the? That's f- how I make a dance. What the duck is? Womp, 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 womp. Uh, how about you, since a nasty, slick and nasty Jeff? Two thousand three, pick a video rental. This was one of the VHS ones I had picked up because they did not have it on Divid. And no. I was like, man, this fucking cover looks dope. And then like every all over it is Toby Hooper. Was Toby it the Hooper, hot cum cover or was it the clown cover? It was the drooling mouth cover. The hot cum, the hot cum cover. So this is a video nasty. This, this is, is on our Hello Nasty list. Directed by Toby Hooper. Toby Hoops. You may have known from Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2. Uh, he also directed Poltergeist along with Marijuana. And, and uh, he did the Toolbox Murders remake among several other movies. Oh, he did the remake? He did do the remake. Dope. I love that movie. That's so gross. All right, well, you know what time it is. It is time to, to meet that motherfucking crew. It's time to meet our casualties. Oh, my God, he's killing me. He's killing me. He's killing me. Thank you. That's pretty good. Hey, that's cool. I swear to fuck, if you talk through the xylophone, I'm gonna end you. We can do that. We can do that. Shut up, xylophone. Shut up. Bitch. All right. So I gotta be honest, man. Well, a lot of. Let's be honest. Oh, okay. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but a lot of nobodies in the horror community. So not not a ton to go off here. But we've got Elizabeth Barrage, who plays Amy Harper. She's our final girl. We've got Cooper Huckabee as Huckabee! Buzz. Uh, he was in The Curse. Wait, is that Buzz? Buzz, yeah. He was in The Curse. We've got Lager Woodruff as Liz Duncan. Oh, the, the cute blonde? Show. Miles Chapin as Richie. Richie sucks. We've got Kevin Conway. What do I know him? Not from? Conroy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, but Kevin Conway, he was the freak show Barker, the strip show Barker, and the Conrad Starker Funhouse Barker. Freak show. Freak show. His, 
his his whole thing was that he went to Toby Hooper and he's like, "Look, I'll be in your movie, but I want to play all three Barkers," which he does. Did uh, he play Cl- Clive? <laughs> We've got uh, Wayne Joba as Gunther Twinbunt, uh, the monster. The monster. We've got Sylvia Miles as Madame Zena. Oof, Madame Pissflap. And William Finley as Marco the Magnificent. Now, this man mm. was in Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah! Eaten alive. What? He got eat? Is that how he died? Yeah, yeah. He was eaten alive. He got his booty cheeks? By a giant alligator. Uh, the but, Fury, which is a Brian De Palma movie. Definitely check that out. And yeah, then it's Terrors. Rage. Uh, Carrie 2, The Rage. Night Terrors, which is another Toby Hoops, uh, also has our boy Bobby E in it playing double roles. Bobbert Englund. So definitely check out Night Freddy Terrors. Freddy Uh Released in March 1981. Man, we've we've done several 1981 movies, uh, but this is a stacked house for fucking horror movies. God, the 80s, so good. Halloween 2. Love it. Happy birthday to me. Mm, not your birthday yet. The Howling. Oh, my God. We should review that. Scanners. <laughs> It's good. American Wolf in London. Oh, woo! I know you're not a big fan, but goddamn, it's so funny. Hey, you're not bad. A naked American stole all my balloons. <laughs> uh, okay, hot dog. <laughs> what is the name of the tavern they go to? Uh, it's the Slaughtered Lamb. You got it, bud. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that movie. It's not bad. I That's just, it's so not the howling. Occasionally, Jeff will be like, "Oh, there's a movie uh, that my dad." Because like growing up, um. Uh, I live oh, in a you're, farm. You're there. You so we had no it? cable, and so it was either just fucking antenna television, or we would go to One Stop Video in Smithton, Illinois. And occasionally, my dad would be like, "You got to watch this movie," and we'd get it. Like That's I'd pick dope. a movie, and he'd pick a movie. That's pretty dope. You got Daddy's recommendation. On so it. he would like he would rent movies. They'd be they'd be they'd be weird. I wouldn't say they'd be weird, but they'd be it wouldn't be things I would expect from my father. So Davey? one one was the Highlander, which I loved. I am immortal. Another one was the jerk, which I was like, this doesn't, I was, like the box did not look funny. And then <laughs> first fucking 30 seconds, I was born a poor black child. And like that 10 is, year old me was like, this is money. A that, white guy is saying this. I'm can't wait to watch the rest of this movie. That is legit me. I was born a poor white. Or, well. uh, we watched a later movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. called Murder of Crows. Excellent fucking film. Um. Then there was. Oh, they kill a bunch of crows. No, that's fucked up. You also got a sparkle on your face. Then there was uh, Night, uh American Wolf in London, uh, which he was like, you you will like this movie, and again, fucking hilarious. Uh. So anyway, back to that. So Friday the Thirteenth, Part Two, My Bloody Valentine. Oh wait, is that the one with Bankhead Jason? Paul, yeah. there's somebody in this room. Paul, there's somebody in this fucking room. It's Muffin. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. That movie's dope. Hey, guess who I just got to watch that? The Atomic Scarecrow. I know, right? That is his fucking profile picture. It's got uh, Dr. Giggles in it. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's right. uh, Hell Knight. Hell. That movie's fun. A personal favorite of this show, Ghost Story. (gasps) Don't say too much. I'm going to make Pumpkin Ass watch that. Uh, The Burning. Dude. He's fucking weird. I don't fucking don't like how like how he looks at me. I know how we haven't talked about it since the first episode, but I love the burning, dude. That movie's dude. It's a little slow, you, but it's good. You're you lost so many copies of that fucking people you'd show people and oh they would just God. fucking steal it. I think like Neely Pry uh Neely Gunn 
respectively. Oh my god, and I love how Neely and Gun both talk like this. Uh, no you hate. you would come over and be like, uh, do you have my copy of the burning? No. Fuck, somebody else stole it again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, um, hey, what I tell you? Don't beat your schlong. That's how you lose your energy. <laughs> Man, no. Uh, okay, shut up for a second. I went back and listened. Okay. To it. It's like he's like a whopper. He's flame broiled. <laughs> uh, OG listeners, that's if pretty you, good. First, episode. if you know what I'm talking about, hit us up on the hotline. What's that number? 704-666-2814. That number one more time. 704-666-2814. If you think Cropsy was crispy like a whopper. All right. So more 1981 movies. We have The Prowler, Final Exam, Dead and Buried. We did that mm, one. That was good. So dope. Don't go in the woods alone. Don't Not so fuck good. in the woods alone. Burial ground. Mother, I love it, mother. You're not a fan. Road games. That is a not super bad. dude. Stacy Keach, Keach just being the MVP. Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamal. Uh, another video. Nasty Madhouse. Uh, the British one. We've also got. Uh, no, it's not the one with uh Christy. It's the one with the dog and. Uh, so we've got uh, absurd and Madman. Ooh, we. We haven't we haven't done that boop, one yet. Boop, boop. Well, uh, we get absurd though. And then last certainly not least in this list, downtown Julie Brown's big dump truck titties, bloody birthday. Yeah, another 80s movies where the kids would be uh trying to sell trying to stare at their sister's tits. Yes. Now, slick and nasty Jeff, I don't have a sister per se, but mm-hmm. uh I had a stepsister. You ever tried to stare at her boobs? Not once. Okay. Although she'd have a friend named Tara. It was the first girl I ever saw naked. That was uh, Terry, and it was my stepdad. She was changing in the bathroom. We had two bathrooms in the house. There was like the one in... No, sorry, three. There was a partial bathroom. Well, hold like up. What's the toilet. statue of limitation, uh, limitation on this? Oh, well, she's much older than me, so she raped me Whoa! with with my eyes. Anyway, uh, she... <laughs> She was changing in the main bathroom because the other one, the master bathroom, was in the master bedroom, and then we had like a mud room that had a toilet. And I just what walked did master in. Bruce she was like just out of the shower and like drying herself off with a towel, but no towel around her, like just the towel on her head, like girls do. Oh, I and I was like, oh, okay. Porno. And she had boobies much like Amy does in this movie, very long and pointy. And then so like she went to get a towel, but her hand got stuck in the toilet, and she's like, Cincinnati, could you? Help? So this was the nineties, and so. It was weird because she said, get out of here, faggot. I'm just saying it because that's what she said. But it didn't make sense because I'm looking at naked girls and liking it. So that's what that, my dad says every time I. He, why well, would that define me as a homosexual? It didn't make sense. Uh, that's what my dad says every time I show up for Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. And I'm like, dad, I don't smoke cock. I just choke it. She was real tall and uh, not pretty. But hey, first naked girl I ever saw. Hey, you got to get what you got to do. All right. So how to watch this movie. You can get it on VHS. You can get it on Betamax. You can get it on Laserdisc. You can get several standard DVDs from like Universal and uh, just the, the all kinds of just regular ones. There's like, there's some special features on there because this is back when they actually used to use special features in movies. Or sorry, on DVD releases that were just like fucking bare bones. Uh, and then, of course, Scream Factory releases. You can just get... Uh, the Blu-ray, the standard Blu-ray, that's what I've got. Fantastic. Full of all kinds of fucking special features. Loaded of course, the the 4K Blu-ray, which also has all the extra goodness. Excuse me. Get a boy. Come to expect from Morty Factory. All right, now it's time to horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. All right. Uh. So, the movie opens 
with uh, the room of Joey, a serial killer in progress, right? Uh, filled with uh, it's basically Tommy Jarvis's fucking room at, at fucking you're Pack not wrong. Is it Pack No, Pack two. Uh, the Jarvis Farm. Well, no, because it's not the Jarvis Farm. What is what is what is five? Oh, uh, Pinehurst. Pinehurst. Thank you. Not Pack Pinehurst. So essentially, we're in fucking Tommy or Jarvis's Sarah fucking. Would say hunky Tommy. <laughs> He is very handsome. Dude, he's hot, but he's and a old for a 16-year-old. 16 going on 30. Uh, all right, so Story this, this fucking room is full of all kinds of horror memorabilia, S&M stuff. It's legit my weaponry. bedroom. It is legit my bedroom. And uh, we get a masked man who takes a mask off a wall. And puts it on POV style. And grabs a knife. Very fucking Halloween. I've seen this somewhere. Right? Walks in on his sister. Uh, with the longest getting ready scene as she, she goes to take a shower. We're about four minutes and 22 seconds in, and we get... Oh, yeah. Shake it, madam. Capital knockers. Boobies! Boobies! Uh, so we get some boobies. Some weirdly shaped boobies, but I ain't mad at hey, them. You know what? Uh, boobies come in all shapes and sizes. You're damn right they do. And I. Oh, yeah. Shake it, madam. Capital, Capital knockers. knockers. <laughs> so it's Hellfraser. <laughs> we get some boobies. Hellfraser. Uh, and hey, we ain't mad about it. And so Joey goes to like rips the thing. No, back I'm just mad about you to stab his sister. And it's the weirdest stabbing it's because psycho. he slices at her several times, much like Psycho. She's screaming every time he does it. But the um, knife comes back, and there's no blood on it. It's very weird. I don't know what he's slashing at or hitting her with. Her, her wonky nips deflected. Eventually, she fucking, like, tries to defend herself, and they fight, and slowly the knife fucking goes Going towards to her, her and navel. stabs her in the fucking stomach. It doesn't it, stab. It just... It, it bends because it's a fake knife, and then she pulls the mask off, and it's her little brother. Joey, Joey, get the fuck out of here, we fucking pervert. Okay, dead serious. We need to talk about this. Right. What the fuck is up with 80s horror films and little brothers want to see their sister's Dude, titties. same with fucking Bloody Birthday. Night man. of the Demons bodacious sister's tits they get any bigger you have to tie somebody to, or pay somebody to tie your shoes elves yeah you got big fat stupid tits and all my friends want to fucking see them. you say elves or elves yeah yeah <laughs> no it's called elves i there know is an elf i know there a is. singular elf elf that was the one where horrible horror forgot to do the script that is a classic mm, horrible horror that episode. sounds like in uh aaron Oh my god, that is a good episode. But also, that's a fun movie. It's not a great movie, but it's fun. Grizzly Adams had a incestual Nazi hit. Oh fuck! Let's don't do that. Movie. All right, moving on. Uh, so after all this, uh, Amy gets ready, goes downstairs against her stern father's orders. Uh, you mean Captain Morgan? Amy goes out on a date with local gas station attendant Buzz. Can we talk about how loose her parents are getting? Like. Uh, it's nine o'clock somewhere. I guess we put the kids to bed and just empty two fifths while we watch fucking Bride of Reanimate. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Which is movie? That movie's so fucking dope. What What is your favorite Universal Frankenstein movie? Oh, it's got to be Bride. It's got it all. It's got Captain. It's got Doctor Vitorius. And my favorite shit is he just goes down to like the catacombs to fucking bone crush some wine and smoke some stogies all by his goddamn self for real. And then fucking, like, Frankenstein's monster shows up, and he's like, 
Oh, you unique individual, but you care to join me for a uh, drink and a smoke. And Which that's- they totally fucking biff and, or not biff, but rip off in uh, uh, fucking Man. Young Frankenstein. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's why he's like, with Gene Hackman. Because Frankenstein's monster strip says, smoke good. Putting on the Reds. They do that in Young Frankenstein. They do, oh, God, smoke good. And, Gene Hackman in that. And you know what? I will say this in the bride's defense. She is alive for all of a minute and a half. Like, it's her movie. She's barely in it. No, I'm so much. She's like, well, no, she's in it a lot. She just, she's not lays still for a majority of it. Watch the way I like it. I like it. One of us still like that. Oh, good teeth. Hectoplasm's all dried up. Don't tell the boys. <laughs> That's a callback from our Frighteners episode. <laughs> Uh, okay, so no, dead serious. So, like, imagine you wake up out of the worst fucking hangover ever. Okay, and you come to, and there's two British. I sh- come at least three. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you come to and- or three. <laughs> Lightning doesn't strike twice often. Listen to Orange Joe. Anyway, you come to. Shut the fuck up. Listen to Orange Joe. And, like, you're just trying to calibrate, and you see two British chaps and this fucking... Mongoloid. Well, we all know that... Elephant man. We all know that... <laughs> Albert was... Abby a, normal. Albert was a genius, but Frank was a monster. So you look up... You're welcome, Aaron. And then you just see this fucking thing, and they're like, here's your husband. You're like, no, but you can't even form words yet. So you're like, so I can't even shame. I can't even shame boo thing. Okay. All right. But it gets better. So a couple decades later, Universal Months or Universal Studios is like, you know what? Let's give the bride a proper backstory where like, so. The castle is destroyed. All that shit's fucked up. So she comes to, she's popping. She's like, you know what? My brain's kicking now. So she takes Frankenstein's monster, Frankie, and brings him back to life kind of shit. And she's the mad scientist. And she fucks up all the townspeople and shit. It's fucking dope. What is this called? Uh, it's a, like, it was a universal ride. It's like Revenge of the Bride. Oh, that's right. Dude, that was like in the 90s. Nah, early thousands, but close enough. Was it? No, was it like 98, 99? Buddy, we're so old. <laughs> we're so old. I guess it could be the, the aughts, early aughts. But it was dope, and if anybody knows what I'm talking about uh, or needs to I'm not to going over the fucking number again. Uh, what, what what's that number? I don't care. Is it? It's, uh. 704-666-2814. What's that number? My favorite is House of Frankenstein. There is a house of Frankenstein. Uh, all right, so back to the movie. All right, so we got Amy. She leaves with gas station attendant, who, her new boyfriend, Buzz. Gas station attendant, that's right. Uh, and her they best harp. friend, Liz. And Liz is the irresponsible boyfriend, Richie. Richie sucks. They head to the carnival, which Joey was asking earlier, the younger perverted brother, that he wants to go. He goes, but you'll never go to the fucking funeral. Uh, funeral. Carnival so, on my watch. On the way there, they tell horrible jokes about ducks and hot plates. Yeah, please explain this to me. Did you catch so, the full joke? He's he. <laughs> uh, Buzz goes, 
yeah so like you come in the middle of joke and they he goes yeah and the uh the uh the mc goes okay but what do you need an outlet for he's like i need to plug this in for my show he's like okay why do you got to plug in the hot plate he goes because the duck doesn't dance by itself uh is there a crickets button for that yeah thank you i i laughed i thought it was funny anyway they get high they head to the carnival the 14th smoke the marijuana no it's like a minute black it's like honey i think this one's hungry again it's like james you're a good guy but you shouldn't do so many tequila shots uh they play a lot of games they uh heckle the fortune teller madam zena they visit the freesh of nature exhibit and i Uh, was there a cd magic show and then they peep into the twenty-one and over strip show of now, girls, girls, girls. Let's talk about this magic Joe. For, uh, magic Joe. Mag- magic. Show. Magic Joe. You listen to Magic Joe. You talking about the, with Marco the Magnificent, who is a vampire, who's giving the history of Vlad the Impaler, and I respect that. And it's also our boy from fucking uh, Fan of the Paradise. Yes, and he's like Dracula, Damn, but he's good. smoking, and you drink piss now, nerd. That is really good. Uh, go ahead. So, and he's like, "My lovely assistant, please jump into this coffin." Blah, well, no, no, no. He calls it. He calls a person from the audience. It's supposed to be random, and she's scared. Puts her in the coffin. No, her she's name was Rhonda. And then go ahead. And he's like, and he he's like smoking. He's just like, oh, she's yeah. a plant, a plant in the audience, not a fucking like hydrangea. Uh, do you understand how a daffodil? Yes, <clears throat> I thought you were talking like Vash the Stampede. Anyway, what does that have to do with plants? He's a plant. Oh, I'll tell you when you're old. Good one. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Trigun. Same, same. You know they call him Trigun because he got little legs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this podcast is just for us, dude. Can't even listen then. Love some anime jokes. Trigun's good, by the way. If you never watched it, yeah, twenty-four don't... episodes. It's fucking self-contained and fantastic. Six, but yeah, this is twenty-six episodes. Twenty-six, yeah, that's the standard. Uh, like Cowboy Bebop, twenty-six. Uh, I wouldn't uh, say that's the standard. 26. Many of them are. Most of them are twenty-four. We'll shake on that later. Anyway, okay. so uh, Rick Sanchez Dracula is like. Morty, and he's just taking fucking rips out of his flasks. Like, oh my god, he's taking little fucking little ripples the entire fucking time. He's like, hey, uh, hot tits, get in that coffin, and I'm going to tell you about Dracula. And uh, so on this coffin, there is a heart with an insert to where, like, you could stab a stake in. So anyway, uh, Dracula Rick is, <laughs> he's like, all right, and I'm going to take this hammer. I'm going to fucking hammer it into our heart. And so, like, when he does, this chick screams at well, all first, this- he's like, he does it a little bit. He's like, do you feel it? And she's like, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. She goes, yeah, just the tip. <laughs> and then, then he fucking goes ham, and then, like, she screams and all this mouth blood. That was for you, Marshall. Bites into these blood capsules. Because uh, you don't listen to this. And anyway, so he's like, oh, no. Mouth I, blood. I killed her. Turn on the lights. Everything's cool. And then when she uh, he opens Call it up, the paramedics. she pops up and she's like, ba-da, ba-ba-da. She, she, not only is she alive, she's done a wardrobe change. All inside this tiny coffin. I've seen smaller. Uh, so we get that going on. Uh, again, um, Amy's 10-year-old brother, Joey, sneaks out of the house and goes to the carnival as well. Ooh, the same uh, time. On the way to the carnival, 
Hey, uh, oh my god, and yeah. this fucking dude in my brother's pickup truck, uh, he says, Hey, kid, do you want to go to Rape Town? Because get in my car because I'm about to blow buckshot in your mouth yeah, he's or like, on your back. Hey, kid, just get in my fucking cab, I'll give you a ride. Then fucking pulls out a shotgun, points it at him, then starts to laugh. Yeah, I- I'm sorry. And also, Joey what? runs off, and the guy's like, Ah, ha, ha, funny joke. Also, what Chainsaw Massacre movie did this guy fucking <laughs> escape from? Look what your brother did to the door. Oh, shit. So we also get the gang uh, peeping into a 21 and over girls, girls, girls strip club girls, where they girls, shake girls. and jiggle. In that order. Uh, so later on, after going through all the carnival, which, like, and again, it's like 40 minutes of movie oh, of them dude. just hanging out at the carnival doing carnival shit. Nothing happens other than the carnival going this on. This should be called Carnival, the Mouvoir. Um, after they ride the fun house, uh, the carnival shutting down. Uh, Richie dares the group to spend the night in the fun house. Because our buddies did it. As it's shutting down. He's like, hey, we got some buddies that did it. We can totally fucking do it. So uh, the girls use the phone booths and tell each other's parents, like, we're staying in each other's houses. kind of shit. So the park closes. The teenagers sneak into the fairgrounds, the carnival the fun, fun house. house. I don't know why they call it a fun house. It's not fun. It's that's a crazy thing. Like terrified. Yeah, it's like a horror terrified. ride. And they're like the same fucking three barkers are fucking calling out. They have a Frankenstein outside, like monster, like giving out fucking like tickets for it and shit like that. So they go inside. They settle down inside the ride. At which point, uh, they witness. The Frankenstein Cut monster. To the basement of an attraction. Did they dig this trench? Right, because like, they- like these carnivals are like, they don't just like stay there all year. They pop no, up overnight. they show shit. up for like two weeks. Yeah. At so tops. in the basement of the fun house, we see uh, the ride assistant, the Frankenstein monster. The you know He's, he's, in, a, he's in a Halloween costume. He never speaks. Uh, is engaging Madame Zena, the... Uh, fortune teller slash prostitute uh, sex worker right uh, uh, to petition her for some sex and at first he shows he pays $20 that's not enough then it's uh, 40 alright so since a nasty Jeff what do you break down $20 in the 1980s 1981 20 bucks dude it's like 70 for inflation bucks. I would say that's very close to probably 50 bucks 60 I said bucks right god damn uh, he ups it to 50 she still says more. Shut up now. So he pulls hey, this out a is fucking, not the bargain. He I pulls might. out a cocaine straw and gives her a hundred dollar bill with President Benjamin Franklin. She's on like, it. right on. That's my fucking asking price. And she tucks it, shoves it in her titties, and as she fucking goes to fucking engage in sexual yank the Frank. intercourse with this man, he prematurely ejaculates, despite and never like, having sex with her. And oh, she's like. Oh. That was good for you. I'm getting the fuck out of here now. This is part of bargain. He gets you know, upset. Wait, hold up. This is what fucks me up earlier. She's like, I am a Romanian. All and this she's shit. like, Romanian. And then she's and like, gypsy. get the fuck out of here before I break all every bone in your Jersey. body. Yeah. Okay. So she does not break character. So I, anyway. So uh, she doesn't. She just breaks accents. Frank and, and Frankie's balls. monster. Whoa. <laughs> or like thereof. So, despite nothing physical happen, and Xena won't return the fucking $100 fucking rental pussy fee. So, yeah, what do you think 100 bucks in the 1981 was? That's like 500 Well, I can tell you what it can buy you. A fucking strangulation. <laughs> and he throws her around while he's doing it, which, of course, hits the electric Shoot. junction box. Bah, gotta, 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 that gotta, fucking gotta. causes the fucking park to lose power, or at least the fun house. <gasps> and then the Velociraptors got out. 
Now, with the teenagers still hiding inside, they try to leave, but find themselves locked inside the ride after right having witnessed above the this. murder. Yeah, they're peeking through the cracks of the door. So they attempt to escape. They make their way downstairs looking for an exit in the basement of the fun house, which has a track that runs from one end to the other. Uh, running to the basement instead out the door so during this like richie's like i just want to check on her real quick which he goes in sees the dead fucking hooker and sex worker secretly steals the money that fucking frankenstein was our Frankenstein's monster was trying to give to xena as a fee there's an entire box of cash not just the hundred bucks so he's just richie steals the entire box of cash the fun fairs barker conrad starker then discovers what Frankenstein's monster, which is his adopted son, Gunther, has done to Xena. And he's like, God damn it. Now we I have told to get- you not to kill the family. Now we got to get another fucking fortune teller. And he's like, you pay. He pulls a hundred bucks out of her titties. He's like, you paid her a hundred dollars. I could have got you one of the fucking girls. 15, 15 bucks. You also hell as, of a deal as a fortune teller. She should have seen it coming. <laughs> should have seen him coming. Hi. Oh, <laughs> all right so conrad is now like fucking frankie god damn it you piece of shit gunther realizes all the fucking money is missing from the strong box now he's like did you give it to her where the fuck did it go thinking gunther fucking took it he attacks him at which point gunther attacks himself this he's like, is yeah, beat the shit out of your fucking self. Beat yourself, beat fucking yourself, hurt yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, 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 do it, up. kill yourself, pussy, kill yourself. <laughs> do it, do it. At which point, Gunther's mask is removed, revealing this gruesomely deformed face with sharp, protruding fangs and, and ruby red eyes. Double nose. He looks we also like find it. out that, obviously, on top of uh, Gunther being Conrad's son, in the freak show earlier, we saw a like uh, baby, baby in a, a jar. Uh, which was his brother Tad, and the mom is also dead. Thaddeus. Well, fuck, uh, if that came out of your coochie, wouldn't you dust yourself too? So again, the gang is upstairs still inside the phone house, and they're watching all this go on. When Richie's lighter that they were using earlier to fucking smoke falls out of his fucking pocket. Richie, you suck. Falls dude. through the cracked floorboards, and so point, large point. enough for a fucking lighter to fall through. Lands downstairs, Conrad finds it, realizes they're being watched. At this point, Conrad and his monster son, Gunther, decide to fucking stalk through the fucking funhouse ride and eliminate any witnesses, or to Conrad's point, give them back their life. Yeah, long story short, he's like, hey, it's like that scene in Gremlins where the uh, the science teacher's like, hey, why don't you come on out? I'll give you a little bite. All that shit, and uh, he's not selling it. He, he can sell tickets, but he ain't selling this. He's also reluctantly, or he's heckling the reluctant Gunther into a murderous rage, who Ooh, obviously fucking killed Xena, and but doesn't yeah. seem like he's necessarily like the fucking murderous like rage monster, where it's like going to be easy to be like, go kill him. Okay, Paul, kind of shit. Ooh. He doesn't really want to. Yeah, kind of like Leatherface. So, uh, throughout the ride, various props, uh, are fucking scaring everybody as as parts of the ride are going on and off because well, the this fucking house electricity doesn't sound fun. This fucking, house sounds scary. Yeah, as their fucking ride is malfunctioning and shit like that. Meanwhile, 
outside the fun house, we've still got Joey, who witnessed his sister and everybody going inside. He's hanging around the dark carnival. Dude, Joey sucks. Oh, it's dark carnival. Uh, and again, he's witnessed everybody going into the fun house, but not come out. And while searching for a way in, Joey is surprised by the appearance of the unmasked Gunther and the monster. Oh, as he like grabs his toesies up uh, at an air vent, attempts to flee, only to be found by another carnival worker, which is this the same fucking uh, character from another Kevin Conway as a different Barker, uh, who uh, calls Joey's parents to pick him up. Oh, my God. This is so gross. It's so creepy. So, Mr. and Mrs. Harper soon arrive to pick up the clearly traumatized Joey and take him home with the implication that uh, they will beat him as punishment for sneaking out to go to the carnival. Well, also, he's like, oh, your little boy's running a fever, so I gave him a shower. Hey, Carney. Yeah. Don't touch my fucking kid, yo. I was just going to say, like, they have this whole fucking back and forth about, like, stripping their son and giving him a bath and shit at the carnival. Oh, he's running. I don't remember that Carney game. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, so Joey, unable to speak about witnessing his sister, Amy going to the fun house with her friends, um, obviously cannot explain to his stern and abusive parents that Amy and them are all fucking still there. Trapped inside the fun house. Still, the teens quickly die. Oof. One at a time by the hands of Conrad and Gunther. First up is Richie. Richie sucks. When Gunther, from the rafters somehow, the rafters of this fucking giant fucking two-story fucking fun house. How does it, with a basement? Uh, I, I know what you're going for, but that's not how it works. He didn't, he didn't go that way. Oh, yeah? Uh, so Gunther throws a noose around his neck. And what about his anus strangled to death? Good. But later on, the body reappears inside the ride as it's fucking going down. And, and the, at uh, this point, they've armed themselves with real props from the from the ride. So Liz has a knife like a dagger. Yeah. And fucking Buzz has this like giant medieval axe. And as the fucking as the ride comes through, as they're trying to escape, right? It's they assume it's Gunther inside. Oh no! Uh, but it's fucking Richie as they fucking as Buzz buries the axe in his head. Who Good. We assume is already dead, but maybe he's not. If not, that's how you get close. He's dead now, though, for sure. As he fucking buries that axe in his fucking forehead. That axe, though. Next up, Liz gets separated from the group as she falls through a trap door into After a hidden air vent. Fucking Bush Rip says, "Let's stick together." Oh my god, dude! Like the one time. In a fucking horror movie where somebody's like, do not split up. Let's right. fucking stay together. We can, we can do this. Let's stay together. And I like how these fucking rides are like band-aided together with fucking scotch tape, but somehow the fucking doors are reinforced steel and there's just no getting through them. No, they just didn't try hard enough. So Liz ends up getting separated through the trap door. Classic. She Liz. attempts to sexually entice yeah, the it's a monster while they're inside this air vent. Gunther's creeping down next to this industrial fan. She's like, Yeah, and it's uh, actually pretty good because it leads you to believe that the, she's going to be fucking chuckied. She said, Suck your dick. She's like, Suck your dick. I will so love you good. so good. I love you so good. I won't be mad at you. You do what you want. I'm going to love you. And fucking Gunther's like, <laughs> And hugs Liz. And she's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. And then stabs him in the back, literally. In the back. She fucking fibbed. Uh, Wounded but angry, Gunther snatches the dagger away and viciously stabs Liz to death, but kind of off screen as he struggles with it in his back first. 
Yeah, that's uh, he's dealing with that for a moment. All right. So, meanwhile, after fucking Gunther is uh, getting knives out of his back, Amy and Buzz attempt to break out of the funhouse through one of the exit doors, only to be confronted by the gun-toting Conrad. The Barker tells them that he's only protecting his son from the authorities, implies that Gunther has previously killed teenage girls a few months earlier. As stated in the early... Well, they enticed him. Well, I mean... With their titties. Just then, Bunge... Bunge. Buzz <laughs> lunges at Conrad to wrestle the gun away from him and manages to impale the Barker against a fucking fully a armored sword. knight and a sword, which is, for some reason, holding it pointy end, like, not down, but, like, out. Also, like, like OSHA violation fucking just hanging out mid-drift. Buzz is big. Buzz is like Kmart, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Fucking uh, Han Solo. I don't know. He looks like he could throw a motherfucker around. So just then Gunther, uh, the monster, arrives and seeing his father dead, attacks Buzz, who attempts to shoot him. Uh, Also, sorry, right before this, uh, uh, Conrad comes to and fights Buzz again. Even though he's impaled on the sword and, and then impales Buzz himself. Just merely a flash wound. Right, like slightly. Um, so Buzz tries to shoot uh, uh, Gunther. The, the gun's not going off, and then all of a sudden it does. Uh, Amy is forced to only run to find Buzz's dead body a minute later being brought to her. Dead ass. Stab wound and all by a giant mechanical clown. Who's like, oh, stab, did you order fucking wo- hunky man? Wait, wound, stab, deliver. <laughs> I'm yours. Uh, so this uh, clown delivers this dead hunky man, and uh, a minute later, Gunther uh, apparently wrestled the pistol away from Buzz, whom he he obviously shot with him. Uh, with only Amy remaining, she is terrorized by the funhouse props and terrorized, which lead her to flee to the funhouse maintenance area, flee or falls down a fucking another hole. Uh, and underneath the building now, in a sub-basement? The basement's basement. Looking at you, Benny Graves. Right? Uh, how many fucking layers, levels, does this fucking fun house have? So we've got some sort of second level Dra- where Gunther's no, hiding earlier. Oh. The main level, the basement where you kill the hookers, and then, like, the sub-basement, which is where the train car takes you after you fucking put in the Mo disc. Also, there's a lot of gears. Ha! <laughs> ha! Uh, so in the sub basement, Gunther follows her to kill her, obviously leading to this suspenseful climactic showdown where they fight one another. There's a ladder. There's a whole lot of gears. Like they're somehow fighting each other. Like a giant clock. Uh, Amy defends herself with a crowbar against Gunther, the monster who grabs the crowbar, throws it away only to be electrocuted on a nearby fuse box, much like he did to fucking Xena earlier. He swings the crowbar to strike Amy, where he is then caught on a train track uh, of a bunch of hooks that are also hanging out. So like this is like the layer of uh, pinhead. Sub. Right. Uh, or the clock tower from Castlevania. Uh, so the train hooks him and, and uh, the train chain track, whatever. It hooks him in the back and it fucking slowly moves him through the fun house into a bunch of giant gears and that are still spinning I, I to keep heard, the ride going. I specifically heard him say, 
Ow! This hurts. I'm not having a very good time. Could you please pull the emergency release? Maybe uh, that was my cut. Uh, as this is going on, Gunther is trying to grab Amy, only to be crushed to death when the train chain drags him through two giant spinning gears. Yeah, he's having a bad time. As Dawn breaks, an exhausted Amy... Wait, Dawn's not in this movie. <laughs> ...shaken, but not stirred, emerges from the funhouse through the broken-down doors while the animatronic fat lady perched atop the ride laughs. <laughs> Amy then slowly walks out of the deserted carnival, passing a few carnival workers, taking down the rides and tents as she leaves for home. The end. This is weird, by the way, because earlier in the movie, you hear them specifically say, I'm not going to take you tonight, Joey. I'll take you on Saturday. So why are well, they breaking down to Maybe I have no idea. Maybe it's OSHA rules. They have to break it down every night. I have no idea. Maybe they get too freaky. All right. Do you kids want to see a dead body? We've got six kills, one off screen. First up, Madam Zena electrocuted against uh, some fuse box. And then then, then fucking David Carradine by Gunther. Choke this. Then we've got Richie. Uh, hung and then accidentally axed in the head by Buzz. Oh, Richie is far from hung. Liz, uh, who is torn apart by Gunther off screen. Mm. Um, we've got Conrad, who's impaled on a sword. And oh, shot, stabbed, impaled. We've got Buzz, who was stabbed on screen, then shot off screen. <laughs> and then we've got Gunther Twinbunt, who was crushed to death by a bunch of gears. So, Nachos, what was your favorite death? Probably Gunther, dude. He got fucking... I agree. It and was that's screaming. That's much. Tedious, slow, but pretty good. He got his. Pretty good. I, I liked that one the best. What about you, buddy? I just said that. What about no, you? What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? All now these, it's time for some the, trivia. All these white people. Ugh, <laughs> they're the worst. Sip real quick. Victory sip. Don't mind if I uh, do... Open up one of these for me, please. Uh, that grapefruit thing was pretty good. I drank most of it. My bad. It's a Shanti? No, it's a Rattler. It's a malt liquor. I got some Mad Dog in my trunk. Really? No. That's the name of the hooker I put there. Don't don't lie to me. Is there really Mad Dog in there? Sadly, no. Why would you say that? Why would you? Because we have a bunch of Fireball, you dumb. <clears throat> yeah, we do. All right. Let's wrap All this right. up so I can whoop your ass in Dragon Ball, you little bitch. Some stuff you should know. The film was unsuccessfully prosecuted as a video nasty in the a United what? Kingdom. A hello nasty list. Uh, a few years after its release, it has been questioned in its attempted banning, given that the film is fairly tame in comparison to other entries on the list, which is very true. This is very bloodless. There's only six kills overall. Essentially, two of them happen off screen. Uh, actually, um, eight. So, leading to some to suggest it was actually mistakenly chosen instead of the infamous Last House on Dead End Street, which was released under an alternative title in the UK as well, The Fun House, which does oh. not appear on the list. This is just part of all the fucking bullshit and fucking propaganda around this crappy-ass oh. list where nobody watched these movies and just assumed they were fucking horrible and banned them outright. Uppity-uppity's got uppity. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about now, but, I mean, you really got to think about it. Fucking 40 years ago, in certain parts of the world, you would go to jail 
for watching this movie to, to prison for watching this movie for owning it for distributing it you would go to jail that's white, fucking white insane people feel like it's nuts to me dude this movie of all of them it's so weird i get maybe some of the cannibal ones that are pretty gruesome this could have been pg-13 but yeah very much serious. so this could be this easily could be uh shown on television with Man. minimal editing yeah so uh, during filming, director Toby Hooper was at one point struck, nearly struck by a flying cog when one of the props malfunctioned, but he was saved by an extra who broke his arm in the process of catching it. And went blind. Uh, Dean Koontz. Uh, Kundi. Was uh, Dean Koontz, of, uh, he's a famous novelist, uh, wrote a novelization of the screenplay under the pseudonym Owen West. The book contains a lot of backstory added by Koontz. Because of this... The fa- and the fact that the book actually was released before the movie due to a delay in post-production. Yes. It is often mistaken that the movie is based on the book, but it's actually the opposite. The vicey voices. An accident occurred during filming when a carnival ride carrying several passengers was left on for about 20 minutes to a half hour. The ride, one which has several octopus arms that spin around with rotating carriages, normally only runs for about four minutes per joyride. The thrill seekers vomited and yelled out real screams as the ride continued way past its end time. Commit to the bit. When it stopped, the riders could not walk and were somewhat twisted in their musculature. And an ambulance was actually had to be called on set. It's on film. You can hear them screaming, but you don't understand why. It's just people basically on the ride. I thought it was pretty fun that no one noticed. This is fucking 80s. This is, you know... Fucking heli- helicopters fucking murdering kids and shit. I have no idea what you're talking about. Vic Morrow. May I, he rest I in peace. Is. Uh, <laughs> oh, did I say a bad thing? I got three more. Okay. Toby Hooper reused some of the film's prop when he directed uh, what music video? Dancing with myself. That's right. Uh-oh. Music video for Billy Idol's by, Dancing with Myself in 1983. Billy Ellish. Uh, the original plan was to have makeup effect artist Rick Baker and creature creator play the monster before director Toby Hooper caught the performance of a mine, Wayne Daba, who subsequently landed the role. And this, I told you about this earlier, that you, or I told you that this was coming up. You're going to love this one. Last bit of trivia. Some of the props in the bedroom, as well as through the funhouse, mm-hmm. were owned by Sherry Lewis. What? Of lamb chop fame. Lamb chop. One of them was the winking ventriloquist dummy that we see right at the very beginning. Uh, and they were obtainable because a co-executive producer, Mace Newfeld, was friends with her. So the old lady who fucking narrates the lamb chop show, the Maybe. entire the entire run of that show, uh, loaned tons of puppets and animatronics to this movie. I just think that's fucking nuts. Banana. All right, well, let's move on to the final thoughts. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> All right, Nachos, what'd you like, what you didn't like, and give me your fucking what out of tens. All right, uh, so big, uh-uh, straight out the gate. This movie doesn't go anywhere till about halfway through. Dude, for real. Uh, We got tits. And, uh, I mean. Oh, yeah. Shake it, madam. Capital knockers. Um, not a lot of gore, 
Gunther looks terrifying. And uh, I don't know. All in all, this movie's not bad. The soundtrack fucking slaps. It comes. It rides a pogo stick to court. It fucking falls down a manhole cover and beats up little baby alligators. It rents VHSs and doesn't rewind them when it returns them. It returns VHSs to Blockbuster today. Um, I, I don't know, man. This movie's not hurting anybody. It, it could be a lot better. It could be a lot worse. I slide this in at about a casual six. Uh, drippy, ghouly albino-eyed Gunthers out of 10. What about you, Chief? Uh, so I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's very slow. Like That's I said, like me. It takes... It's like 45 minutes in before you even actually get some, like, horrific action. Other than that, they are just hanging out at a fucking carnival. It, there's no build-up. There's no... That's really not. ...creepiness to it. It's just them at a carnival. Uh, but when you finally see Gunther, uh, not, not as the Frankenstein, you know, mask monster, Standard protocol. but when he takes his mask off, it looks good. And I was even commenting to nachos when we were watching, I was like, man, I really wish that they would highlight him more because he looks fantastic, but he don't like his face. It gets a shot for a second or two. And then it, Toby Hooper cuts away. You see a lot of the back of it. That's probably for the better though. I disagree because I think he looks fantastic. So I wish we could see more. Uh, the characters are very forgettable. Joey is super unnecessary. It's very bloodless. Uh, like not just said, there's not a lot of gore. Uh, so, I mean, you know, but overall, like, it sounds like we're complaining when we talk about it, but we're not. We actually like it. Yeah. It's a fun watch for sure. It's definitely something you should check out. But uh, I'm with him. I give it uh, six long, veiny boobies out of ten. If you like having fun and you like houses, check it out. If you like Toby Hooper and Monsters, give it a shot. If you hate yourself and want to drink paint, don't do that. All right. You got anything else to add, buddy? Thanks for listening, gang. All right. And remember to always stay spooky, bitch.